computer. Okay. Hello, everybody. Claire with Clairvoyant Psychic Medium and Erica Lane. <laughs> I mean, I really need to come up with a better. The I know. Me too. Thing. We need to like say, "Hey, it's Sacred Rebels with Claire and Erica." Oh my God, we should totally oh, do that. Duh. Okay. <laughs> We'll try to remember for next time. Okay, fine. I'm giving it. Pinky is not leaving me alone, and we'll be fighting this whole thing if we don't just give in. Okay. So, sorry we are a day late. Life has been insane. That's, I mean, yeah, let's just start with that. So, um, update from last week. Was there any astrology stuff that was really big last week i can't remember right now oh i think i actually still have any notes here too um i mean yeah like the weekend was crazy we had we had the moon in pisces um we've started on this um pluto square jupiter thing um I mean, Mercury just came out of retrograde oh, yesterday. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. That's yep. the big thing. And then we have yep. the today Jupiter moving into Taurus. Okay. Yep, yep. So, so that yay. was the main, that was the only thing I wrote down to talk about from yesterday since we did miss yesterday was just that, yeah, Mercury came out of retrograde. But to keep in mind that it's still in its shadow phase until I think June 1st um, is when that will officially be done with. So um, in case you don't know, basically how this goes is that Mercury has like a, a bit before it goes retrograde and then it kind of intensifies or hits its peak during actual retrograde. And then it's lessening in intensity as it's coming out of shadow, but still you will be. So, you know, don't think of it as this black and white thing like Mercury goes out of retrograde and all the crazy Mercury retrograde shit just immediately stops because that's just not how it works. <clears throat> yes yep it's moving slower than it than it usually does yeah <sighs> but yay i have noticed just technology wise things have even gotten better and um yeah that's the main thing for me <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think i think well, I guess probably for both of us, it seems like this one has had like a lot of health stuff. Oh yeah, yes. You well, you because your whole family is Taurus risings. Oh duh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, lay down. All right. Yes. Okay. Oh, looks like she's snorkeling on my teeth. <laughs> Is she, like, actually chewing on you? No, she just rubs her face, like, her scent, and she itches her face. <clears throat> okay. All right. So, today, what's going on? Okay, so today's a big day. Uh, the moon is in Aries still. Right right as we were just getting ready to start this podcast, I looked and it's um, here in where we are located. It's right on top of Chiron right now. So emotionally, again, back to like assessing our um, identity wounds and 
I think the whole time Chiron's been in Aries, it's also been like a selfish wound, right? Like where we, like the times in our lives when we've been made to feel selfish for putting ourselves first because the archetype of Aries is about putting yourself first. And um, so with the moon here, you can you might be noticing some intensity in that area of your life right now. Uh, limit like those kinds of thoughts that come up that tell you that you're being selfish, you know, I don't know if you have anything else or or identity shame, like, you know, if you're like, this is who I am, and I feel shameful for that. That could be another thing. But again, the moon, the moon moves rather quickly. So this is just like a right here and now kind of thing going on. I think for me, it's definitely I've been able to notice when others are shaming me and others are <coughs> maybe in that more than I am right now. Yeah. Maybe that's also, my Chiron's retrograde. I don't know. I also just thought too, like your, your moon is in Aries, um, <clears throat> which can give you kind of this like assertiveness, right. Or this bluntness when it comes to your emotion. So that might be something that you're either finding more ease with right now, or that you're maybe like, if you're someone who isn't naturally assertive and blunt, then you might be kind of struggling to that, but it's kind of perfect. Um, when I think about Mercury stationing direct, you know, all that shit that oh, had yeah. kind of been accumulating through Mercury retrograde. You it, it like this whole today. moon. Yeah, this moon transit is like a very good like light a fire up under your ass and like yep. just yep. do it, assert it, right? Um, so <sighs> yeah, let's talk about Pluto square Jupiter. So Jupiter right now is at 29 degrees Aries and it's gonna be moving into Taurus like at about 1250-ish. So okay. here here very soon. An hour. Yes. And so um we have like a lot of zero degree energy this week in general, like a lot of stuff going on with that. Because Pluto, remember, is at zero degrees Aquarius still. But it's been fucking stuck there the whole time. It's been in Aquarius, which is why it's gonna go back into Capricorn over the summer. Um so I find that interesting too. We're getting, we're getting this, like we're getting this last little push of this Aries stuff right now with the moon kind of assessing the whole time that Jupiter was in Aries, which was like a whole fucking year. The, the time that Chiron's been in Aries, which has been a long time. And um, I think, or I feel that the whole time that Jupiter has been in Aries, it's again, been back to this like me first attitude, this asserting yourself in the world this finding authenticity being bold taking action so it's been it's felt very like uh exhausting the whole time that jupiter has been in aries and now when it moves into taurus like i think that it will get better but right at first it's gonna be a little bit frustrating i want to say because I think that we're all kind of wondering where the fruits of our labor is, right? Like that's kind of what I'm feeling. And I feel like this last little push is kind of like a, a test of like how well you're going to, you're going to stay true to yourself through all these lessons that you've learned in self-awareness over the past year. And, that, and to know that Jupiter and Taurus is all about manifesting in a more slow 
and practical and sensual kind of way and that you will reap the benefits from everything that you've been through but it takes patience it takes stability a foundation and that foundation will be the strongest if it's built upon an authentic you love that <clears throat> i think that people that have um for sure especially taurus energy um, did I say that weird? No. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So people that have Taurus energy, we have been doing the long haul. Yes. This is a time where we can be seeing the rewards coming in. And I think that for everybody like fixed sign wise, it's same the same kind of feel right now um, where we're getting that like break. And finally, we will be able to see something that we could be manifesting upon or manifesting can come a little bit easier in some kind of a way or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but I will agree, like, let's just say you're Joe Schmo off the street and you have absolutely no Taurus in your chart at all and you don't really do a lot of work on yourself or whatever, like it's not going to be like, bam, yay. Lucky stuff is coming. Like you gotta, you gotta be doing something. You gotta be put in, in some work. That's, that's the Taurus energy. Like it's the long haul. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. And like I've said, like a million times too, that while Uranus has been in Taurus, it it's a lot about that short term um, discomfort that leads to that long-term comfort. So again, with the fixed energy too, like I think that fixed energy has been thrown through a loop only because we are fixated. We, we build these attachments and we kind of try to keep it going, you know, and the universe or whatever, the energy has been throwing a lot of wrenches in that to try to just to make sure that whatever the hell you're on this wheel is the right wheel, that it's aligned with you, that it's your authentic wheel, you know, that you're not, I want to say almost like when, when you talk about like working for someone else, you know, are you working for someone else's success or are you working for your own success? Are you manifesting out of conform? Oh, conformity, right? Pluto and Aquarius. Are you manifesting out of conformity or are you manifesting out of who you are, regardless of what the rest of the fucking world is doing or thinks is the right way to do it or whatever? My my brain or in my head, I just keep he hearing like main character vibes. You know what's funny? I, I'll you just brought up a good opportunity to talk about this. A person that I talked to a few weeks ago, she told me her belief about how she think she thinks that like all the souls that incarnate onto the world or into the world. Half of them are here on an actual evolutionary, spiritual kind of journey. They're here to learn lessons. They're here to progress. They're here to evolve. And then the other 50% of the souls that incarnate here are non-player characters. They are basically just here for the other half to, like, learn from and, like, move around and, uh, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah, play with. There you go. Okay. I can definitely understand why, where that person is coming from. And that does make sense. 
However, I do think that the 50% has opportunity to wake up and has opportunity to be main characters if they want to, but a lot of people choose not to. And that could be with addiction, with being addicted to their job, or with just being like, whatever, wanting to keep small, wanting to play whatever role. But yeah. I agree. Yeah, I lean more towards what you say because I find I kind of find it a little cryptic to think that they're just stuck being that way. And plus, if I think about my own life, at one point I was also a non-player character, yeah. right? So, yes. um, but then it also kind of it's kind of like the Matrix. Then you know, once you do wake up, then you kind of become this person who's like, I've got to wake up other people, and that becomes yeah. a whole ass game in itself. You know, because you can't <laughs> just go force people to wake up; you have to do it all cunning like. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well we could talk about christians and how they just knock on doors and stuff you know but through <laughs> that talk to you i want to like knock on the door um do you have time for me to talk to you about the power of gaia today or <laughs> like that? <laughs> yeah. can i talk to you about jupiter's enter into taurus and just start yeah. knocking on my neighbor's doors <laughs> yeah are you in your Saturn returns? Do we need to have a conversation or like? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's yeah, funny. That would be great. Um, okay. So what were we just talking about? So Jupiter and Taurus. So another thing to kind of just say with this Jupiter and Taurus energy. So let's break it down. Jupiter is the planet of expansion, literal expansion. So whatever you put your mind to, which Taurus energy, let's be real, is comfort, is food, is luxury, is feeling good. That could be alcohol, that could be weed, that could be sex, that could be anything, anything. So I want to, I guess, put that out there, that that definitely can be a time of watch out that comfort mindset mm -hmm. you could you could get you could get stuck in it i think aries energy <clears throat> doesn't get stuck <laughs> so for the past year or whatever we've been like go 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 like keep doing keep going keep whatever um and now we could definitely just kind of mm -mm 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 -mm, settle in <laughs> cool thing too when i think about it like a like a cycle right or like a growing through these different archetypes aries is like like i said it's that finding that authenticity and so that could have been like what you said very much go 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 because it's almost experimental right it's like maybe i'm this oh never mind i'll go this way because maybe i'm this or and you know so it's been it's been very like and i definitely feel that for myself too um but like you said when it yeah. get when you get stuck it's because once you kind of go through this authenticity game once you get to the Taurus energy, then it's about what you build out of that. It's the values that come out of that. It's because it's when you go, well, I know this is who I am. So therefore, this is what I value. And I think that that's kind of like you. That's the important part when we talk about that stuck energy, because if you I'm trying to think of something that can, like, OK, I, I use this example in my workshop. So like. <clears throat> 
like all of the valuables that I had acquired through my time in corporate America, when I really assessed why those things were valuable to me, it was because of surface level comfort. It was because of conformity. It was because of the what I'm supposed to look like or appear like or whatever. But now in my life, like the the extra time that I have with my kids, the way that my household runs more smoothly, the time I have for my mental health, the amount of fulfilling work that I'm doing and helping other people, yeah. that's more valuable. You know, that's <laughs> what I value. And so therefore it it's in alignment with my, who I am. And therefore it, it, there's more ease to it. That's what I want to say. There's more ease to this Taurus energy as to where if you're, if you're not going in that direction, especially with Uranus and Taurus, you're going to be thrown a lot of tower moments for the universe to keep trying to tell you, Hey, this ain't it. This is not what you really value deep down inside. This is not in alignment with you. You are running on a hamster wheel that isn't even your hamster wheel to run on. You know, that kind of stuff. <clears throat> okay. I love and I've that noticed you just that. said that. I, and me too. And I just like took the biggest, deepest sigh in the world because that is all I've been doing for clients lately. And it's a lot like, what are you doing? Why are you not seeing this is not okay? Or this is, you shouldn't be doing this or whatever, you know? <clears throat> so yeah, I fully, I feel this. That's a lot. Woo. And also, you know, Taurus is the toddler of the Zodiac sign. So when you think of, when you think of a little toddler kid, uh, there's it's you're more fragile you're more vulnerable you're more scared so that's why they're so attached to their stuffed animals and their favorite blanket and I need to get my snack at exactly 2 p.m or I'm gonna throw a fit and so I think that collectively everybody has kind of been um going through that you know just and and it it sucks but in the same sense it's still your choice what you're doing with that yeah <clears throat> I oh I love that you just said that that is good um and I think that we are all getting that wake-up call to what those comfort levels are and that um they're not working are they working like getting that look at that Bye. right because like like you know like you said if you think of it as like this comfort blanket is that making you feel comfortable for 10 minutes up until someone comes and grabs the fucking thing away from you? You know, so this is more like, how can you build something that, like, how can you go find this comfort blanket that can't just be ripped away from you? You know, instead of sitting down and zoning out on Netflix all day long, like, that's been my thing that I've been dealing with. So, like, it feels comfortable when I'm overwhelmed and I haven't taken good care of myself all week to just zone out one whole day and binge watch something on Netflix. That feels good. That feels comfortable. But then the very next day, back back to it again, right? Yeah. As to where if I would actually, you know, stop doing that and do preemptive self-care on a day-to-day -day basis, then I might not get to that point where I'm fucking disassociating for a whole day, but it feels uncomfortable, right? But if it feels uncomfortable now until I do that consistently, 
for a whole fucking year and then it'll probably be like second nature to me at that point and it will no longer feel uncomfortable and I will have more long-term stability. Yeah, I agree. I I know that for me in the energy in the past few, I want to just say weeks right now, <clears throat> excuse me, have been very uncomfortable and I think it's all the Taurus energy for me. Um like even vacation included. I haven't taken a bath as much as I normally do. And that's like so annoying to me. Like I have been setting up times to be like, okay, I'm going to take a bath or, or okay, I'm going to do this or whatever. And then like, I will disassociate and just do nothing. I would rather do that than do the self-care. Yep. Same, same. That's exactly the exact same thing that I've been going through, which has been, I think it's been heightened because I've been required to do so much caretaking lately. Um, oh yeah. So compassion fatigue. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> okay. So where does this compassion fatigue come from in the Zodiac right now? Well, we have a lot of cancer energy going oh. on. Mars, Mars yes. and Venus are in cancer and, um, I mean, it can, I think it could be various things because I think that maybe even for me and you, it's the people that we have in our lives and what they're going through with the transits, yes. right? Yeah. So like particular to them. Um, but also I think that like you and I have kind of a major life lesson with this whole caretaking thing um, because we have been caretakers since we were old. We've never, we've never really taken care of ourselves as well as we've taken care of everyone else. And um, it's like that. It's like, like I said, with this pattern, the universe is going to keep. So I think it's, that's what I'm thinking of this whole time. And this whole thing that I'm going through in my life right now is the universe kind of saying like, you're Erica, you are going to hit moments where people need you and they need you to take care of them. But are you going to take care of your, like, are you going to put your own mask on first so you can be a better caretaker rather than getting to the end of the week and needing to disassociate for a whole day? I'm no good to anyone when I do that. Right. Or, or snapping at, on someone because you're overwhelmed or whatever, you know, whatever the, the more toxic shit that comes out of it, because it does. And I think that the biggest lesson with that is that as much as everyone else, as much as I love, I love everyone that I'm taking care of. And I see them as worthy <laughs> of my care and affection, but I am also worthy of my own care and affection. Right. <clears throat> yeah. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And I think it's beautiful that it's coming up the way that it is because that Aries energy has been, hey, you can be independent. You can do this. You've got this on your own, whatever. And now we're coming into the Taurus energy where it's like, it's a little bit of both. We need nurtured. We need to nurture. We need, and then we have some cancer energy in here where it's literal nurturing. So beautiful. But it's a lot and it can be a lot. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. What's what's next? What else should we talk about? Or is it okay. Wednesday? Yep. So that's that's essentially it for oh no, I did also put on here for today um that Mars is making a trine to Neptune. And that's also interesting because Mars is gonna start in on some squares and stuff here soon. 
<clears throat> so I think we also get this last little, I just think, I think of Mars as the inertia, right? Yeah. Um, and it's in that, like what we just talked about, it's in that nurturing sign of cancer. It's in that taking care of yourself, taking care of everyone else. And then making that trying to Neptune and Pisces, which is where it, it is, that's where it's supposed to be. Um, I think it just adds this whole divinity to it. So I don't know. Notice that, I guess, in today, when it comes to taking care of yourself and taking care of other people, like there is some spiritual aspect to all of this as well. So it could be spiritual. You could be seeing signs. Um, definitely could be in your dreams, your dream. Like I told Cho the other day that I woke up and I was like, I feel like my dreams were so stressful last night. I didn't sleep well. Like I was running miles in my dreams, you know? Um, thank God that it happened because it was my subconscious taking over because I didn't want to fucking deal with that. And it was all about like family shit or whatever, you know? Um, so they could be stuff like that. Or it could be like, if you have a session with somebody, or maybe you should be booking sessions with people, this is your pull to do that. Like, this is your, your call because Neptune is, and in it's in its home sign, spirituality, dreams, goals, but what do you believe in to get you to where you need to go? And then with that changing of Jupiter, it's like, what are we going to focus on? There's a lot of pressure around this today. Wow. I love that you said that too, because I had a dream last night that basically revolved around my, my situation with the certain someone who doesn't take care of themselves at, or will suffer in silence. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what the whole dream was about. And I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, so there's my subconscious, you know, kind of like rooting in that thing um, that I already kind of know is going on. But maybe that's like that's like a whole spiritual lesson within that as well, too. Right. That I can't. Um, what would you even call that? It's like it's like a fear, a fear that if I don't take care of someone that they won't take care of themselves, I guess that's, that's pretty much bluntly saying it. And then having me assess that, right. Having me assess that, like, do I always need to be on guard, making sure that other people are, I don't know that other people are like taking care of themselves or that they're like, that everything's going to go to shit if I'm not the one being all matriarchal about it, you know? So that's, a, that's a good example. <clears throat> I just keep hearing, and this is your mom again. You can't always get what you want. <laughs> right? No, for sure, though. And that's another big part of uh, cancer energy. It's having us assess. Really, it's like it's about that health of the caretaker. And if yeah. you're that goes back to the rescuing, right? If you're yeah. always rescuing everybody out of their own lessons, their own experiences, yeah. their own uncomfortableness. That's because that's a big one for me. I'm so empathic that when I feel someone else's uncomfort, I automatically go into like yeah. make it comfortable, you know, like I try to fix it. That's here's a here's a thing. I remember one time in my life, and I think it was when I was in college, because I don't know. <clears throat> and and when I was working in college, I worked at Applebee's, I worked at the um Dial America, but I remember thinking of people. <clears throat> and like not 
I would not rescue them because I remember thinking, wow, this is a huge, I'm projecting right now, obviously. Um, I always used to rescue people in my childhood. That is how I grew up. That was how I was raised. I was in charge of other people's emotions. That's the way that it was. I remember a turning point when I was in college and it had a lot to do with people. Um, I got told on and I was remind you, I went to Grace Bible college. Um, it, yeah. <clears throat> so I got told on that I was not asking people how they were when we would pass like in passing and I'm like walking down the street, I wouldn't go, hi, how are you? Or whatever. They would say it to me and I would say, I'm good. And we would, I think we've had this conversation before. I don't know if it's been on a podcast, whatever, but like, um, this was a turning point for me where I realized I don't give a shit about anybody else's about anybody else. I don't care. I'm not going to ask it because I don't fucking care. And I also don't want to know if it's bad because I don't care about the person. Therefore, yes, I understand the harshness and it doesn't need to happen. But me as an empath, I have to have that boundary because I will rescue you. Like if the girl at the fucking scooters is saying, I'm having a terrible day, I will go, tell me all about it. What's going on? You know, I don't care. And then you're holding it is the thing yeah. like, and that was, I, shit, I don't think I came to the same real, realization you're talking about until way more recently, you know? So like, yeah. uh, but, but also because of that, because I didn't really realize like how much that was actually impacted. Like, cause you just kind of think before you're awakened or whatever, you're just like, oh yeah, so-and-so dumps all their bullshit on me. And I just move throughout my day. And then at 10 o'clock when I have a headache or I'm feeling all off or I'm crying and I don't know why. And you're just like, that just must be me, you know, when probably in reality, it's because you're still carrying Susan from Starbucks energy that yeah. she just spewed all over you. So going back to the compassion fatigue, I have learned through my therapist, which fun, Erica and I are seeing the same therapist now. He's <laughs> awesome. He is. But, <clears throat> um, but learning from her with compassion fatigue, this is why I do those things. Because I'm already helping people. I'm already, like, I already have my crew that I am, my my mother goose, my, my whatever I want to call it. I already have my people that I take care of. So when it comes to, like, me going to Walmart, I don't look at the checkout lady in the eye. I don't really, I don't say, like, how are you doing or whatever. Like, I, yeah, it's rude. Yeah, whatever. But they get it all day. They know. And if they're having, if I, if, okay, I'll be real. Like there has been many times where I have rescued. I'm not going to like go on a whole tangent, but like, I know I've told this story like in the past and stuff, but like if I've seen people treating like the cash, the, the checkout person terribly, I will fucking go nuts on people. Like, so there's the, all of that, but <clears throat> I'm not rude. I just don't talk to people because I can't take anything else in. And that is also coming to grips with like, where is your comfort level? Where, what are you doing about that? And that's another thing of like, this is why I stay at home here, like more comfortable out in the country. I hate being in the city. I see more people, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, yeah, this is all fucking Taurus energy and I'm all about it. I, I can give you the book. <laughs> 
Honestly, though, yeah, people with Taurus placements, Jupiter moving into here is going to feel good. You know, it's going to feel it's going to feel better for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so weird how we are having this movement happen and then like nodes will then switch into Aries. So it's like, oh, we're getting a break. Aries energy people. Yay. You're getting a break. Just kidding. <laughs> when you get the nodes, then it will be all that again, you know? So, well, and I think we've kind of been touching us, but I just think it's interesting too, especially with Chiron and Aries. And when the nodes do shift into Aries, I think we're going to really be like going into that. Right. So I think that we've had kind of all these, that's what I love about astrology and how I kind of look at it. It's almost like the astrology is just kind of like, here's a sneak peek. Here's a sneak peek. Here's yep. a little yep. bit like it's kind of like they're giving you like little footnotes that you can yep. kind of either take Get advantage prepared. of or not. Yep. And if you don't and if you don't take advantage of them, then it's when it does hit you at that peak point. It's a tower moment. It's yep. a big deal. It's a menti B. You haven't dealt with your fucking shit. Like, yep. Yeah. So yeah. So you can either do this little slow drip that it gives you, you know, which is I think kind of like ever since I started living more aligned with the astrology, that's kind of how I, I feel I do life now. You know, I do it like that. I kind of take advantage of the energies when they come in and go like, yes. well, here's what I'm working on now. And it always aligns and it's in a mind blowing way. So now I'm at the point where if I don't even look at the chart for a while, and then I do a week later and I look back and I'm like, my whole fucking life was still aligned with, the, with everything that was going on. So, um, I yeah. think it's just the way to live more intentionally and aware, right? Rather yeah. than just thinking that you're just victim to the world and its absurdity. I mean, it is absurd, but yeah. like you have a little, you have a little bit of control over it, over the situation. I don't even feel like it's control. I don't feel like that's the right word. I feel like it gives us a little guidance. Okay. Guidance on how to control yourself. There we go. Like you can't control, you can't control yeah, the world yeah. or the transits or anything outside yeah. of you. But if you are aware of what's going on outside of you, you can more easily control what's going on inside of you. Okay. There we go. All right. Next. Okay. So, um, tomorrow, Wednesday. Serious? Oh my God. Wow. Okay. Sorry. We always do this. We like, it seems <laughs> like something really like, big. Blah, blah, blah. And it always seems like something really big is happening at the beginning of the week, you know? So that kind of yeah. takes up half the it's conversation. Fine. Okay. <laughs> so Wednesday, um, May 17th, the moon will enter Taurus. And um, when it does, it'll, like, when it first enters Taurus, it'll it'll uh, touch on the North Node and Mercury. And then also Saturn is making a sextile to Mercury. So more of this Piscean spiritual spiritual energy, but also in a more practical, responsible way, um, will be helping us communicate these things. And so I think it is going to be a, um, a communication or an expression of the lessons learned throughout Mercury retrograde. Okay. And... Um, Neptune will also start its sextile to the sun. So we we've had we still have a lot of Piscean energy going on. I think that when I talked about before the um the full moon lunar eclipse in Scorpio, 
and um, the whole thing I talked about with Scorpio and going down and facing your shadows. And then instead of trying to fight against your shadows, you're just basically um, leaving it up to the soul, right? You're just kind of like exposing it to the sun or the soul and going like, here's my shadows. I'm aware of them. You figure it out. You heal it. You repattern my life instead of you trying to do it all yourself. And I've kind of seen like all the transits since then. Right. Since like the sun met up with Uranus and now we like all this kind of stuff going on with this more positive aspects and stuff is that in my head. It's like that sun shining on on these things and healing them and like repatterning them in your life, which also is kind of why I think a lot of health stuff's going on, too. I think that we're all kind of like mutating for this new environment that's like coming in. Mm, okay. I feel like I want to say something deeper about that, but I don't know. I don't have anywhere to go with it. I just kind of feel like our bodies are like changing yeah. and like, I just feel it. I don't know how else to say that. Uh, well, I feel, I think that Taurus, like they, I was listening to a podcast or something and they say that Taurus rules the body, but this astrologer was like, I disagree. I think Virgo rules the body, blah, blah, blah. But Taurus, I mean, the body the sensualness the like feel good about your body that's all taurus virgo is let me go through and feel bad about everything <laughs> like, you know like let's find all of the things wrong blah 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 so i think with us coming into this taurus energy we want our body to feel good so it's easy to be like what the fuck is going on what is this what is that what is it you know let's so yeah I always see it as um, Taurus is more like outside the body, like the skin and the hair and the senses and the taste buds and like, you okay. know, all that as to where Virgo is more like the in, like the internal, like the organs and the blood and all that. Yeah. And Capricorn is the bones. Yeah. Right. And also to touch on that in, in an earth energy sense, too, uh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. This whole thing also just ran, came into my head too. Like, you know, when we talk about all of this spiritual energy coming in through the head chakra and then using this, this earth energy to really ground these things as well into not saying like, you know, oh, well, I really want this and here's my plan to get it. It's more just like a, like, let this come through. And then ground it without trying to control how it will actually materialize. Like almost like, you know, when you plant a seed into the soil, you don't get down in there and watch the soil do its thing and go like, how are you doing that? You know, checking in on it every five seconds. You just plant the seed, leave it the fuck alone. And the soil does what it's supposed to do. And then you you see the fruit come out. Right. So, um. I don't know that that kind of runs through my head too, just because of this whole spiritual aspect to also all this earth energy going on. Yeah. You're really talking about like new moon feel. So that that's amping up. I can feel. With yes. Which, everything which, you're talking which, about. Yeah. Yep. Which, so if we're on Wednesday now, so, and, and also, but keep in mind too, that what, like where we're at now, Wednesday in Friday will be the new moon. So we are also still releasing any last minute things that kind of, need to be to clear the slate right for yep. the new moon and then um 
Thursday, I mean, the moon is still in Taurus, but then it's going to also touch on Uranus. So you might kind of get thrown some unexpected shit on Thursday. More so probably unexpected emotions. Okay. <clears throat> which is also a good chance to be releasing again, right? It's kind of like, and it's also cool because this particular new moon happens at the very end of Taurus season. You know, we didn't get a new moon at the beginning of Taurus season. We got our last new moon at the end of Aries season. Yeah. Um, so. This is a good time to slow down and really think and feel what the fuck it is that you want what is valuable to you? What do you love? What What is you? Yeah. I really also think it's cool because we've been having a lot of new moons at the beginnings of seasons. And I, when I look at that, it's more like full card energy, right? It's like I'm starting yeah. off this season to plant intentions for something I don't know anything about. As to where with this one, it's like, no, you guys have been feeling this. We've been in yep. the season. You've been experiencing it. So now that you know what do you really want you know yep yeah because we're walking into gemini season guys and we're gonna be we need to have some sort of a fucking direction <laughs> god that's so true <sighs> okay oh my so, yeah. god my butt hurts oh. okay i have to tell my story for one second just real quick because i yeah. just said my butt hurts so i um when <laughs> We were kind of talking about this before we got on here, but when I'm in very uncomfortable energy or energy when I can't like control what's going on or whatever, um, I do like home repairs or I rearrange things. Like when I was in an apartment, I would like move furniture, switch rooms, do things like that. Like um, I have now successfully ripped out all of the carpet in the entire house. <laughs> I'm so sore today. I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I find so that bad. interesting with you too. You always end up regretting it after you do it. You know, like, I think it's because you kind of get into doing it and, and you're kind of, again, back maybe to that disassociation thing. And yes. then when you kind of come back into your body, you're like, what did I do? Yeah, <laughs> It's totally like that. Like, I don't even feel it while it's happening. It's just like a... Like, that's my Aries, probably. That's just like, go, go. And then when I'm done, I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I, I'm so glad. And I, okay, I will be honest. I have a massage on Thursday. So I do things like this because I have Taurus energy in me. To be like, let's fuck it up. And then I'll get fixed on Thursday, you know? Yes, 100%. That's good that. Yeah. That's good that you do that instead of just continuing to suffer in it, like a repairing, right? Yes. But I would have liked to have taken a bath last night and like sat in salt water and done all like <laughs> been able to like have that repairing, but I just haven't had time. Like time has been weird lately. I agree with that. Or like hyper focusing um has also been a big struggle with me right where I'll like kind of put everything into this one thing and then like kind of that's kind of what it feels like you described to me too and then you you kind of come back to and you realize like oh I didn't evenly distribute my energy right yeah kind of just went hard in the paint for this one thing hard in the paint <laughs> I didn't know what that mean meant remember really? I had to google it I was like I have never heard that before 
weird phrases. I've always loved phrases. Me too, but I've never heard that one before. Okay, let's go on. Um, yeah, so Thursday, that's basically it. Moon's still in Taurus. Maybe expect the unexpected, some, especially when it comes to your emotional world. And then moving into Friday, that's when we officially have the new moon in Taurus. And like I said, it's at the very end of Taurus season. So it's at the last degrees. The moon's going to quickly move into Gemini right after the new moon. Um, which already feels very scatterbrained to me. Like I can already kind of feel that coming up. On the 20th, uh, that's when everything will move into Gemini? The 19th. Oh, well, no, no. Uh, Sunday is when the sun moves into Gemini. So Friday okay. is the new moon right after moon moves into Gemini, but the sun okay. won't move into Gemini until Sunday. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> so Sunday is going to feel a little weird and all over the place, but Monday has a little bit of grounding still Monday. What? I meant Saturday. Sorry. Oh, Memorial day is on Monday. Most people won't even don't have like work and stuff on those days. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Huh? So that'll well, think... be good. It'll be a good time for people to like adjust to this energy and kind of find your bearings in this Gemini feel. Yeah. Yeah. I think too, that the grounding is important, like just to add emphasis to that, because when we move into Gemini season, it's applying the thought. So like, let's say you figure out what you value. Right. Then. So we got authenticity, then value. Then once we get to Gemini, it's like it's like in for information and applied yeah. information. So then it's like that's when you kind of start like planning, gathering data. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. Yeah. Researching, figuring it out, planning a bit. Yeah. <clears throat> What's after Gemini? Cancer. OK. No so, OK. Plan. OK. And uh, the cool thing, too, is that as we're having this new moon, um, that's when we kind of start to get more into this tighter square energy as well um, between because we have Mars at the last degrees of cancer, which, yeah, which directly opposes Pluto and Aquarius, because then as soon as Mars moves into Leo back to that zero degrees thing right okay. and then and that all makes a t-square up to jupiter at zero degrees taurus that fix it's a fixed square it's a fixed t-square a bit a big one too um so <laughs> what does the square okay so square means friction i know that but t-square what does that what does that feel what does that mean so a t-square uh, well, first of all, T squares, two squares and an opposition. That's what forms okay. it. So, uh, so don't, don't it all release in the opposite then? So it would be releasing in Libra. Oh, you I've mean like heard, the pressure? Yeah. I've heard Deborah Silverman talk about that. Am I making that up? I actually, I don't think that I've ever heard. I've never heard it put that way before. Okay. But I mean, 
so no, it would be Scorpio would be the opposite. Oh. If if that's oh, the right, case, Jupiter. if that's how you're looking yes. at it. Okay, yeah, sorry. So Scorpio. <laughs> okay. So But that actually does yeah. make sense because it's the shadow shit that's gonna get yeah, in the way with Pluto. this, right? So this could be a, a oh how long is this tease how long is this gonna go on for? I'd say we're gonna feel it all weekend for sure. Okay. So that's that's a big deal because it has Pluto in there, which is the big change planet, the death planet, Scorpio, the change planet, or the change sign, the death sign, um, Aquarius, people, lots of collective. Like, yeah. Rebellion, rebelling against conformity, I think is the big thing about Pluto and Aquarius. It's that it's it is um the the death of groupthink, right? Yeah. And the birth of individuality. Which we can also use we can use Leo energy as a good lesson for the rebirth of this death of Aquarius because if that's the case then Leo energy is back into that like authenticity that what makes you special in the group you know that's why it's the that's why it's the actor of the zodiac or the um dramatic one because it's that it's that expression of of the authenticity of who you are as to where Aquarius on its on its dark side right that what because what I think of with um Pluto it's like shedding shedding uh the more like lower vibe of that sign and if that's the case then like the more lower vibe of of Aquarius is um I think a lot of it is like a god complex and then a lot of it a God complex, not in the way of like, hey, yeah, I'm shining in my authenticity. It's actually more of a God complex because of groupthink. It's like, well, I've listened to all the best scientists and they all say this. So that's what's right. And I'm going to make sure everyone knows that I'm smart because I listen to the smartest people, you know, so it's like that conformity again. It's like it's not really you that has the God complex. You think you have a God complex because of all this shit that you're conforming to. OK. Hmm. Wow, man, people are going to be really faced with themselves this weekend in some way. And because Ooh. it's at zero fucking degrees, guys. Yeah. So it's not just any old thing it's a, it's a Ugh. potent one yeah so be careful like this is like i got graduation parties i got family things like we're gonna try to merge animal like it's gonna be it's a lot so we're gonna have to like check yourself so there's no like watch your reactions i mean that's the one thing that you have control of is your reaction. So the I've been talking a lot with my clients, like make sure you are cool first. So if that means meditating in the morning or whatever, um, and then you can go out through the world. I literally just watched 911 that was on yesterday and the whole thing came down to the last thing was like, we're going to start meditating in the morning and the shift. And that's, what's going to cause our whole day to be good. Like, that's at Taurus. That's at routine. That's where we got to start doing it. Everyone, everyone, even the most seasoned of us, we all have to do it.
Yeah. Which I think is going to be, that's kind of the big deal for me too, is um, if you are a leader at all in your specific community mm -hmm. to not be putting on this front or this mask that you are some ascended master who knows everything and <clears throat> is like that perfectionism bullshit like i okay, think we're so getting to a shift be, would it be if if you could like ask for a couple hours where you could take that off so let's just say like in the case of i have a lot of clients that are like I, this is relates to like let's just say like it's a mom thing and you take care of the kids all day long and um you are the one you're the captain of the ship you know what's going on like i like i hear it the it, whatever um i have established that when cho comes home for me like i get at least an hour without the dogs like People are like, oh my God, whatever, you know, but like, that's all, that's all, this is just me. This is my life. This is what I fucking designed. Fuck off. But like, this is for moms, like that needs to be a thing. So in the morning or whenever works for whenever for anybody, like ask somebody else, if you're single, make it, let, let's say if your kids can be old enough, like mom needs an hour mom needs uh two hours alone by herself or whatever but that's what this taurus energy is going to be forcing with the cancer and everything that's coming in with it like you have to take this time so who is going to take over since you have that problem with the control feel and that's the i'm not just directly talking to you it's literally like five clients i have that is go yeah you know, and uh, I think too that like while you were saying that, um, immediately in the back of my head, um, because I'm I'm also actually, ironically going through similar shit with a lot of my clients too. It seems to be this very, uh, common theme going on, yeah. right? Um, and so I like when you were saying that I constantly hear all these excuses and I know that me and you've been talking about that a lot too, where it's like someone asks for advice. You're like, hey, so like what you just said, oh, you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you're depleted, you're exhausted. Like, okay, well, here's my advice. You should take some time for yourself. You should let someone else take the reins. And when you were saying that I was hearing like the other person almost like being like coming up with all these excuses, like, well, I don't trust them or they want to do that or like just blah, 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 blah blah, blah, blah. And this whole other part came in where it's like, realize that you making all those excuses is exactly what we just talked about at the beginning of this podcast. It is you sticking to being stuck in your comfort level. So you're all that's all that these excuses are. They're just you saying, well, here's why I don't want to be uncomfortable. Here's yes. why I don't want to do things differently. Here's why I don't want to trust someone else. Yes. Yes. It's going to suck. It's going to feel weird. It's going to blah, blah, blah. But you have to let go. I tell this to my clients all the time because they are always like, how do you go, go somewhere and leave everything behind? And your husband can take care of any, I would, no, 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 my husband does not take care of anything. It is a complete shit show when I come home. I have found a really good house sitter from when we both go. I definitely feel that this last time, like 100% 
uh, I came home to like, yay, I don't have to like clean whatever. But I did rip up all the carpet. <laughs> I made You're like, oh, I don't thing. have all this other stuff to keep yes. me busy. So I'll just create yes. something. <laughs> yeah, that's my procrastination. Um. So anyways, yeah. All right, we are getting on tangent central, but I know that these are all really good nuggets for people, and I know that it's going to be, like, good for people to hear. So, Taurus New Moon, the best of all best manifesting moons. It doesn't feel at home. Taurus doesn't feel at home in the moon sign, but it is like the, um, like, grandma's house. What does it mean? It's in light. Exalted. Exalted. There we go. Um... So this is a really good time, especially people that have Taurus energy. Oh my God. Pull out your God boxes, dust off your fucking notebooks. It's time to get the fuck back into this. And if not get back into it, get into it in general, write down what you want to be manifesting, like put your crystals out to be clear. It's been a while. Guys, we haven't had, I haven't made moon water in so long because it's been fucking eclipse energy. Oh, this is, feel, I'm going to make moon water in the new moon. I don't even give a shit. You can do that. Yeah. Like solar water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so. Woo. All right. Anything else about the moon, the, the, the new moon that you want to talk about? Um. No, I don't think so. I feel like maybe uh, if you follow my page later on this week, I might try to go live and kind of go over my whole workshop idea when it comes to value, just to help you kind of like supercharge your intention setting so you can really kind of get your head around this whole just the, the I love how when I say things like value, it sounds so simple, but no, like you'll you'll find out by digesting this workshop that I made up that like it's a it's a complicated word and it's different yeah. for everybody. Um, yep. And then, yeah, I think this T-square is a, is a really fucking big deal. So when we talk about this intention setting and stuff, I think the main fucking thing with it is this conformity. I'm really feeling that. It's this um, setting these intentions for exactly what you feel is humbly right for you, your life, and the greater world. It almost makes me think of like how you have this king over here who wants to rule the land like malevolence, right? He is a malevolent king who only cares about getting more gold and more statues and more fancy paintings and grapes and ladies fanning him, right? That's like yuck side of Taurus. The benevolent king is willing to give, to give up all of that if it's for the greater good of his people. And for humans in general. Okay. So like, I, I guess I'm wanting to touch on that because of everything that's going on here and to realize, cause a lot of people have been just going like, well, yeah, the state of the world sucks and there's nothing that I can do about that. So I'm just going to keep working my nine to five job and, and fucking buy my cigarettes and fucking play my video games. I don't know. I'm literally just shitting out of my mouth. Yeah. I'm not calling anyone in particular right. out. Uh, but I think this is kind of a collective shift into like, you have your own special part to play in all of this. You were put here 
for a fucking reason. Your whole life and all the experiences that you've been through have been a culmination of little tools that are here that help you serve the collective. If you figure yourself out and you work on healing yourself and you work on yourself, you have all of this to give back to the world and you're going to die and leave the world a better place than when you came into it. Right. Which is the whole fucking, like, that's the reason for living. Um, so you could, you could keep saying that you could keep conforming and, you know, doing exactly what they want you to do, which is to not give a shit about the state of the world and keep living in your comfort zone, or you can get comfortable in your skin and get comfortable with your own worthiness and your own purpose and your own reason for being here and how you are special to the collective and fucking do something about it. In whatever way that is. Which and is yes, going to require you to face fears. It's yeah. going to be uncomfortable. Yeah. Like for me, I know for me, it's, I need to be sharing more of my fucking story and whatever and stuff on TikTok and all that. And it's like, and that's been a big exact thing that's come up for me lately, too. And I've noticed um, I've been doing a bit better about it still in a writing style. I don't quite feel yeah. like I've conquered my fear enough to do the video thing. But in doing so, I, as I'm like, literally, as I'm typing, I, I kind of just flows out of me. And then I'll reread what I typed before I actually post it. And I will notice all these things coming into my head. Like, no one wants to hear this. No one cares. You're, oh. It's not that bad. Like, you know, or just all the shit that pops up in my head and like fuck that kill all that shit yeah exactly. <laughs> like like again fuck that and the reason why i say fuck that is because i have faced my fears in the past and i have gotten vulnerable and every fucking time i do i'm reminded why i need to keep doing it mm, man you are Woo! today <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> i think it's literally because um actually yeah i want to say that back to the whole yes yes 100 fucking percent <laughs> like you know you had a lady that said to you that like she loves your tangents and when you kind of go off about your life well the reason fucking why is because when you do that it makes you relatable it makes other yeah. people like even if it's not because that was one thing that i used to do where i'm like anytime i say anything at all it has to have some kind of wisdom or some kind of lesson or some kind of overarching message or some bullshit like that but like honestly when you just talk about your life and share your experiences it makes other people feel not so alone think about think about that with your own life right because that's what has kind yeah. of been replaying in my head is like everything i ever went through in my life i felt so alone in it Yep. If I wow. had been scrolling through Facebook and saw some random person talk about yeah. their life, and I'm like, well, I resonate with that. That's that feels like what I'm going through. Like, thank you. You know, at least I know I'm not alone. And I think that that's where this was. That's, that's for us. I want to just say this too. Like, those of you that are listening to this or watching this, whatever, like, that is something that me and Erica, we both feel called, and that is our passion and what we are feeling like pulled to do more of. Like, you might be designing wooden chairs. I don't fucking know. Like, it could be whatever, you know? Um, and that's that's what you need to figure out like that's never gonna go away in the back of your head that's never like you need to just be doing more if you need to be doing more you know like so learn how to 
get uncomfortable. And that's, I mean, that's definitely hundred percent what Erica and I do in our business. Like that's what we help you to do. That's what we can coach you through. That's what we, that's what, that's my job. You know, we, yeah, we were just talking about this earlier and I have been talking to my husband about this, that it's so, and my therapist, how fucking weird it is that the people that are the closest to me besides Erica, um, don't listen to me, but people pay me to listen to me and they listen and they have good results and they have changes. And so like my therapist asked me this last week and what she was like, what, how does that, of course, how does that make you feel? You know, like, how does that make you feel? What is, what is that? And I'm like, yeah, it makes me feel like I'm disrespected. Like, this is what I'm meant to do, but there are going to be people and it could be in my soul family, even, you know, whatever, that aren't going to listen to me. They need to find somebody else. They need to find their own thing. And that's another tangent that I could go on to when it comes to like just metaphysical people in general and blah, blah, blah. There is someone for everyone. There's room for us all. There's too many people in the world. The end. 100%. And I think that that's why I said it because in relation to our specific field if you're in the game of helping people for a living yeah. you know then that's why i said that because then it's like you you're um you're gonna do the most service in that area in that realm if you have that added relatability to your life i'm just saying that okay. because yes. i see out yes. there in the spiritual world with these and i think that we're gonna see a big shift in this because right now you can definitely tell on like social media or what the fuck ever the people that have the biggest audience and the most followers and get the most attention are also people who always look perfect, post the best yeah. pictures, yeah. never, never break down, never right. talk about like what's going on in their life. And then it puts this unrealistic delusion in all yeah, of their yeah. audience's that heads that that's what they're trying positive. to attain to. Yeah, that they're trying. Yeah. They, and then it's that shame thing again. It's just this never ending yes. cycle because then you think if you're not as perfect as Guru Kelly over there, then you're fucking a piece of shit. And that's, and it's not, it's just, it's not fucking true. No one has that perfect of a fucking life. I guarantee it. I guarantee it because, and you know how I know? Because I'm so happy right now in my life and i've made so much progress and guess what my life is still a fuck show half the time mm -hmm. i just handle it better that's it yep yeah and who the fuck cares about the image and blah, blah blah like okay oh my god i feel like we're going on and on and on. oh my god yeah we gotta get going okay so what do we have any other days to go over or anything Nope, that's that's essentially it. Just to keep in mind that Sunday we enter Gemini season then officially, which we already kind of talked about. I think yeah. that's I think that's good enough. Let's leave it at that. Okay, well, I'm gonna do the tarot for the week. So we have the six of cups. So all right. You have found a place within to nurture the love that was always residing there. And through offering this love freely, it has been reflected back to you in plenty. In loving embrace, you share the sacred space with those that you care for. This loving embrace is intimate, gentle, uplifting, and delightful. Ooh, Taurus. Mm. That's beautiful. That's joy. That's good. Okay. And then the next one is mortification. 
Hang on, I should have done this while we were talking because I struggle for some reason so much. Wait, <clears throat> but I just recently learned to look at the Roman numeral from here. Is this like the last fucking one? No. I don't like Roman numerals either. That always throws me off. No. Okay, here we go. It's got to be like right, right here. Okay. Death. Okay. Mortificato <laughs> is the great alchemical operation of darkness. What was once composed now decomposes. What was once presentable is now despicable. This stage cannot be avoided. The underworld has taken us into the dark interior of its belly, and here we reside until spring. Through the natural process of decay, we descend in the depths that we didn't know existed. The alchemist soon finds Mortificato as a stage of regeneration and sacred power, where the soil is the fertile and rich offering nourishment for tomorrow. This stage cannot be rushed. <laughs> the darkness must have time to do its work to dismantle and loosen and to free us from the old scripts and stories. As we learn to surrender to this great operation, the earth turns its wisdom, whispers in the dark. She envelopes us with grace and promise of what is to come. God, that was beautiful. Yeah, that is so perfect. Wow. Okay, so it says, uh, to go deeper, read the Egyptian story of Osiris, to ponder, is there anything that does not end? Um, Halloween is a global celebra celebration of Mortificato and the underworld. If this card has gotten you down, flip the script. There is freedom and expression in every operation. The Mortificato card relates to the death card in the tarot and the underworld card in the archetype deck. It is universal symbol to not be taken personally. I like yeah. that last part, to not be taken personally. Yeah, because it's just a part of life. Like, it's decay. You can't avoid it. Oh, I love that. Okay, so the next one is fucking solar eclipse. You know, no big deal. <clears throat> um. Oh, and I turned right to it. Okay. So this is out of the Sacred Cycles Oracle by Jill Pyle and M. Dewey. Um, this is usually a very, like, woman. I, I don't know. I love it. Uh, okay, it says, I create my own reality. The striking visual... I have to take my glasses off. The striking visual experience of a solar eclipse can make any Earthling pause in their tracks. While not safe to look at directly... The light cast by the moon shadow crossing in front of the suns cre creates a supernatural and humbling experience. Suddenly, it's obvious how much you rely on the sun's light. This is an initiation, a portal through which you can pass to a new reality simply by changing your perspective. 
A new, more aligned view and experience of life beckons you. Habitual patterns and belief systems rooted in fear will not serve you right now. This is a time to look at your situation with fresh and loving eyes. Allow your inner knowing to guide you now and all times. The only thing that needs to change in this moment is your view. Whether by walking a mile in another's shoes or doing a forward bend to literally turn things upside down. Seek out ways to create unique perception, the perception shift, and open to your highest potential. Okay, the journal prompt is, what is a habitual thought pattern that I carry? How can I reframe it to better serve my growth? What is a habitual thought pattern that I carry? How can I reframe it to better my growth? That's awesome. Fucking beautiful. Remember, too, when we talked about, like, if this T-square in the opposition is going to be Scorpio, and I talked about that whole, like, instead of trying to fight your shadows and fight against them, hold them up to the sun, hold them up to the soul. Yeah. Like, if if I think about my own personal life, whenever I've really been done with a, with a, with a habitual thought pattern, with the shadow trigger thing, and I fully transmuted it, it was that. It was, like, those moments in my life where, like, let's say that I was holding on to this, like, repeating... I don't know, like this repeating, I'm unworthy, I'm unworthy, I'm unworthy or whatever. Yeah. And then yeah. suddenly something will, it'll be an insight, something someone else says, something that occurs when I face my fears, yada, 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 where all of a sudden you get this like download and you're just like, wow, why, like, why did I, like, it's crazy that I ever thought that all my life, you know, now I can, I really feel how I am worthy. That's what I mean when I say like, let it, holding it up to the sun and the soul to let, because yeah. like, you can't fight it. But um, the soul knows what the fuck it's doing is essentially what I'm trying to say. It knows what it's doing. And um, as long as you open up to that and are um, allowing that to happen and take place, it'll do its thing. You don't have to. You don't have to be, you know, fighting it. Um. So a song came into my head and I have to. I have to look up the lyrics really quick. It's it's Can't Fight the Moonlight by Leanne Rhymes. It was on oh, the Coyote cow. Ugly. Yeah. I forgot all um, about Leanne Rhymes. What? I forgot all about that lady. Like that oh. she existed. <laughs> I love her. I love I used to like fun fact, back in the day, um, millions of years ago, I think that I sang a song at some like Ainsworth County Fair, whatever I sing. Uh, it was it was a Liam Rhyme song. I can't fucking remember it right now. It's not blue, but it was the one that was like famous around that time that was hers. I can't remember right now. I don't remember her songs, but real quick fun fact, I saw her in like my very first concert ever at Nebraska Land Days was her in concert and they had her face up on the big screen TV. And I was like in the first grade, so I was a little kid, and somebody had a laser light and they were just like circling this booger that was like hanging out of her nose. And I just fucking loved that moment. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> okay, I'm just gonna like read this. Um, because that's how I can even understand what's going on anyways. I have to read out loud. 
Um, you can try to resist, try to hide from my kiss, but you know you can't fight the moonlight. Deep in the dark, you'll surrender your heart, but you know that you can't fight the moonlight. You can't fight it. It's going to get to your heart. There's no escape from love. Once a gentle breeze weaves its spell upon your heart, no matter what you think, it won't be too long till you're in my arms. Underneath the starlight, we'll be lost in the rhythm. So right. Feel it, steal it, your heart tonight. So I think that it the main message is that like it's gonna get to you. It's going to happen. It's going like no matter what you can you can try to resist. It's gonna get to you no matter what. <laughs> so true. All right. <clears throat> okay. Well, wrapping this up. Oh, I should tie this together. Okay, so the joy, the decay, the change, all of that is happening. And all of that needs to just happen. Happen. Yeah. So be comfortable with that uncomfortableness and enjoy the joy. Enjoy the decay. Enjoy the change that's happening. Feel sad for the change. Feel sad for the decay. Feel sad for the joy. What the fuck ever. Also creatively express it, right? Yes. Like that fucking song you read. How do you think songs come about? It's from someone actually feeling yes. their pain, feeling their shadows, feeling the darkness and pulling expression out of that, right? Yeah. Gemini season, express it. Oh yeah. Ow. Leo, oh, Mars and Leo. Mars and Leo, express Mercury's it. direct. Yeah. Okay. So Tell us your feelings. Don't tell us, really, but tell tell who you need to tell. If it is us, then tell us. That's fine. So, yeah, if you want to book a session, all of that information will be linked wherever. Um, yeah. Uh, I have actually been thinking about running a special recently, so stay tuned for that, I guess. I'm also um, thinking about something similar just in the sense that I'm going to be on vacation here soon. And I think that if I'm going to be doing any work at all while I'm on vacation, I want it to be like pre-recorded stuff. So I might um, run a special on that too to try to entice people. So that'd be like birth chart readings, uh, human design, stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Well, everybody have a good rest of your week. We love you. And we'll check you later.